Check, one, two, check, check. Ah, see, there it is. What'd you do? I was just on the wrong input. I'm just a dummy. I'm just a dummy. Um, all right, let's let's try this. We haven't done this in a while. It's been a minute. Lopez Radio, episode 364. 364, and this is the first time in a long time. I feel like I've forgotten what to do. Yeah? I can cuss. <laughs> yeah. Ah, fuck, 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 fuck. Oh. I'm very excited. Don't break the fuck meter. I'm going to break it. Don't do it. I, it's my thing. I do it. <laughs> you can follow the show at Lopez Radio on all the social medias. You can check me out on Twitch every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Sunday. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Lopez Radio. Play video games, have live podcasts, all kinds of stuff there. Um, so you can check it out there. And also there's going to be uh, VODs that you can catch up on as well. So you like video on demand? I got video on demand. <laughs> <laughs> Twitch.tv slash Lopez Radio. Uh, welcoming back to the show. First time in a while. Does uh, does your listeners know my big news? Does your listeners know? Do they know? They might know. Why are you correcting my grammar there, Nazi? <laughs> Sometimes you got to. Um, they do know. They do know this. I'm nine months pregnant. This mother of my children. Yay. My beautiful wife, Krista, is oh, back sweet. on Lopez Radio. Hello. It's going to make me blush. Hello. How are Hi. you? I'm good, hon. How, how are, are you? How are things going? I'm, I'm Super pregnant. Super preggies. We've been um, doing another podcast. I've talked about that a time or two on here. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's been really fun. More of a document, documentary, uh, of an audio style documentary of uh, how we've been doing week to week uh, for at least 29 weeks of the 36 we're in. Um, yeah, we didn't know we were pregnant for part of it, so it's okay. So uh, it's called Parentally Unprepared, and uh, you can find it just about on any um any podcast platform, just search out Parentally Unprepared and you'll find us in our uh, in all our glory. We try to actually keep it clean. Fail fail sometimes, fail but what we do is we edit that and we keep track and we give each other a bunch of shit for, uh, for saying bad words. For saying wordy dirds. Remember the term wordy dirds? I do remember that. This is way more relaxed. I feel like we're so, <coughs> we're not rigid. We're very much ourselves. It's just, we have to be we're trying, a little more we're, attentive. We're trying to sound more respectful than we generally are. And what's funny is we kind of do it like just to kind of, not even for audience appeal, we do it more so like just so more people can listen to it and it's not that big of a deal. Because, I mean, to some people, having a clean show is a big deal. Not us normally. Did you drop that pinwheel? I'm going to get it. <laughs> She's over here, like, eating a pinwheel. Where is it? Ty, come here. It's it's on the other side of that leg right there. Ty, come here. Come here. No, 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 no. They're, they're both going to get up. Stay. I'll crawl under the table. Tell them how you're feeling. I'm feeling pregnant. <laughs> I got a real big belly. <laughs> uh, and obviously hungry, since I'm chowing down on a pinwheel. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's a touch and go here, guys. Sometimes I feel great. Sometimes I feel crappy. Um, oh, been... look, I'm just so used to censoring myself. Sometimes I feel like shit. 
<laughs> you were so excited. We get to cuss. <laughs> um, we've been doing 29 straight weeks of uh, Parentally Unprepared. It's been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's been a really cool experience. Uh, and I uh, lately I've been really feeling getting back into doing more of the podcast that we've been doing every week and it's been feeling nice. I've done a solo podcast recently and I just did one with uh, Sheets and Banshee last week. Going to be doing a live one this week with our buddy Lord Fagan. We're going to be talking about, uh, in preparation for the new Mortal Kombat movie that's coming out in April. Cannot wait. We are going to be breaking, I don't know if we're going to be breaking down, we're going to be discussing the New Line Cinema 1995 classic Mortal Kombat. I love that movie. (laughs) I fucking love that movie. Well, does it make you feel any better that it's 26 years old? That feels weird. <laughs> you know, I would have guessed it was older, so I'm actually okay with that. Um, but yeah. I would have thought that movie was made in like 89, as shitty as the CG is. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, what's funny is they made a sequel to it, and it was even shittier. Like, Yeah. And, and well, I that's think, what a budget will do. Well, and I think, well, from what Fagan said, they, they actually just reached a point where they were like, we're not putting any more money into it. Just polish up the front and back and put it out there. <laughs> Pretty much what I do with this podcast. <laughs> Just polish up the front and back and they won't notice anything in the middle. Oh, we noticed. Um, <laughs> called Polishing a Turd. It is called Polishing a Turd. You're right. Um, but what we decided to do, uh, we were, we've been cleaning up and, and straightening the house since we found out we were pregnant. Obviously making a baby room and all that stuff. Uh, one of the things that we were doing was we were straightening out the basement. And down in the basement, my DVD rack sits. Um and our DVD racks. Our yeah. DVD rack. You're right. You're right. Um, but you were like, "What are we gonna do with this stuff? Are you gonna thin it out? We're we gonna get rid of some of the stuff." And I was kind of like, "It's my movies. It's <laughs> uh, my movies." And I felt the same way. Yeah. So I, don't I was like, like it "Either." I was sitting there one day and I was like, "You know, it's pretty well organized. It's alphabetical order. There's a good few. A lot of it's uh, the bulk of it is from my days in college. Mine too. Um and." I was like, what if we just watched everything from A to Z? We watched everything from A to Z. I mean, not all at once, obviously, but we watch we watch a movie, we take some notes, and we discuss. And I was like, that gives us some content, but that also gives us a reason to watch these movies that like, why would I go that and- we have not touched since we moved here. Right. And some like, of them, some since they're since they're both of ours, there's some of them that you haven't seen that are mine, yeah. and some of them that I haven't seen that are yours. And it'll kind of be a cool way to be like, what did you ever see in this movie? Like kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> you um, bought it. You bought it. <laughs> What'd yeah. you buy this yeah. movie for? What's your excuse? You <laughs> hard-earned money went into this I'm pretty sure physical this, copy. This first one up is one of mine. It fact. is one of yours. Yeah. I hadn't seen it at this point. Uh-huh. I hadn't se- I've seen parts of it, but I hadn't seen anything else. So we're calling this series, hey, check out my rack. <laughs> So you guys are invited to come check out our rack. Our DVD rack. <laughs> our collective rack. Um. <laughs> what a bunch of assholes. Why are you listening to us? Because you love us. No, don't do it. Don't encourage this shit. They love us. Don't right? encourage this shit. This is what we're doing to occupy ourselves during quarantine. Well, I'm making a child and eating everything in sight. Speaking of eating. So <laughs> speaking of eating. All right. Here's the intro. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Wag your finger. Let's all go to the lobby <laughs> to get ourselves a treat. 
Y'all should see this dancing he's doing. I'm like slowly turning in a circle, wagging my finger. It's borderline racist what you're doing, man. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you have seen grandma rocking in the, rocking to the oldies in her. Uh, Is that where your grandma danced? Yeah, hundred percent. One day, I'm sure she did. And what's today's treat? Today's treat is... Dove chocolate pieces. Dove chocolate pieces. <laughs> uh, well, our movie treat is 2006's Accepted, starring Jason Long, Mm-mm. Jonah Hill. Wrong. What? Justin Long. Justin Long? <laughs> Jason Long. Where'd I get Jason Long <laughs> from? Know. Who is Jason Long? Not a real person. I'm sure there's someone out there named Jason Long. But... There's a guy listening. He's like, I'm Jason Long. Who the hell am I? <laughs> You telling me I'm nobody? I'm fucking chop lover, man. An actor has no name. <laughs> Justin Long, Jason Long's older brother, uh, Jonah Hill, among many others. Those are the two big names. Lewis Black. Lewis Black is in this. Um, who else? Anybody? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you got it? Is that all? <laughs> no. <laughs> but so 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 it's a Justin Long movie for the most part. He uh, premise. Oh, Blake Lively's in it. Blake Lively. That's right. Uh, I didn't prep Deadpool's well for this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so essentially, what we've got, if anybody doesn't know the premise, Justin Long can't get into uh, can't get into any of the colleges he wants to. His parents are really overbearing and and disappointed with him. He's it's, kind of a slacker, so he's like not. He's a smart really, slacker. Yeah. yeah, he's one of those like I'm too smart for he's this like, shit. I don't really want to go to college, but I kind of should go yeah. to college. Yeah. So he ends up creating with his friends their own college. Um, I will have to note that the previews before this, because well, the previews pop up automatically on these old DVDs. Oh, I loved it. The previews were American Pie: The Naked Mile. Oh. So like the fourth American Pie movie that was went straight to video, basically. Second American Pie movie. Um, this was, and, and it is to be noted that Accepted was like on this tail end of all that, Amer- all the all the humor that American Pie started that led to old school that led to, you know, all these great comedy movies, except it was kind of coming in on the end of all that. It, it had a theatrical release, but it was mostly popular on DVD. And after the fact, a lot of those movies, especially when we were in college were popular on DVD because that's when you could buy it and everybody could get together and watch it over and over and over again. That was five bucks in the Bennett Best Buy. Right. Um, so American pie, the naked mile, uh, balls of fury, <laughs> with Christopher Walken. Forgot about that movie completely. Uh, a ping pong movie. Um, let's see. Hot Fuzz, which is a great movie. Classic. And then uh, You, Me, and Dupree. Not so classic. With, with wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Owen Wilson. Um, so it was, uh, when the preview started, I could have skipped them and I was like, let's just watch the previews. I'm going to write down what they are because everyone loves the coming attractions, right? Um but we get into this movie and uh, it's very dated <laughs> and it's very much highlighted the way movies wanted you to think college was. But like having gone through college, you know that college is nothing like Hollywood college. Oh, yeah. Zero. Sometimes. But I mean, the, in bursts, whole... it's not like a constant barrage. You yeah, know, it's like, like maybe one crazy Friday night every quarter. Yeah. Um but that's all the other stuff's boring. Wait, one crazy Friday night every quarter? Yeah. <laughs> you went to college too late, didn't you? Well, I mean quarter of the year. So like I know what you meant. 
I never went to a, uh, well, I, I take that back. I went to one college that was on the quarter system <laughs> before it was semesters. <laughs> uh, just, uh, we partied our asses off for sure. Like mm-hmm. every opportunity we got to that we were partying, but it's never like that. It's never that organized, cool, nothing mm-hmm. like that. It's beer pong yeah. and keg stands and real bad hangovers and lots of cleaning up yeah when i so so a lot of these movies like american pie and stuff like that they happen like those those movies happen like as i was in my last two three years of college or of high school and so when i went to college you find that most of the parties are just people standing around (laughs) they're just they're standing around sometimes there's dancing sometimes there's music like but it's not like this ruckus house party every time that sometimes you see people in the movies. beat the walls to the point where they crack sometimes like that was a little later than college but <laughs> um they uh let's see they're heavy on the uh they, they were so the love story they were really heavy on the, the the our main protagonist being like what's that guy got that i don't what's the jock got that i don't have like he's the got the crush guy yeah right the guy that's like the big the the big jock and he's dumb as bricks but and an ass right absolute ass everything handed to him like basically completely loading the deck for a movie like this right mm-hmm. he's rich his parent you know his dad was a brother in the in the fraternity they were in and he's now in the fraternity and he's trying to get this college this fake college shut down which he's probably actually if you're looking at this in a real life perspective it's probably the responsible thing to do is to shut something that's, unaccredited down. So that's the thing is, it's like <laughs> all these movies from the early 2000s, you look back now and you're like, all the dickheads were just responsible. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. Every time. <laughs> every time. Every I mean, it's just kind of like, when, look, we talk about it. Uh, we've talked about it before with uh, Jim Halpert from The Office. Oh, he was such a pain in the ass. And he was the, one of the protagonists and he was just. He would be a terrible person to work with. Oh my god, I'd I'd, I'd have to quit. I'd be I'd be like, you have to put me in the annex away from him, yeah. or I have to quit. Like, it's like what? He's the kind of guy you send to be like, why is this guy here? Do you know he's just so distracting? All he does is mess with Dwight, who's just trying to work, guys. He messes with our hardest worker, <laughs> our most productive guy. Right? He's kind of a pain in the ass. Sure, he's a stickler for the rules. But he's the most successful salesperson here. And this guy keeps fucking with him. <laughs> but no, because it's a joke. Everybody's like, oh, ho, 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 oh they're such a cute couple. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's funny to look back on that stuff. It's not, you're kind of like, I mean, Animal House, I'd want to get rid of that fucking, <laughs> that frat house too. Look, yeah. they're, look at what they're doing. There's people uh, driving motorcycles up and down the, the stairs. There was that movie with, um, uh, Oh man, I can't place anybody's Rosalyn or Rose something, uh, and Zac Efron. Not Rose McGowan. No, um, but anyway, basically, frat house moves next door to normal couple trying to sell their house. Oh, Seth Rogen. Yeah, um, Seth Rogen was the guy. Yeah, yeah. Seth Rogen said that was called that was called frat house, right? I thought it was called neighbors or something. Neighbors. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah, that neighbors. it? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, that one kind of highlighted like you have the normal humans. Who are just trying to be responsible. And then it gets out of hand and it's sure. ridiculous. But like, I liked that one because it gave you the perspective of these guys are assholes, but these guys are assholes. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. It was a good juxtaposition, right? Yeah. 
Um, and then they had the second one where it was like the sorority moved in and terrorized both of them. Yeah. Um, oh, they had to okay. team up. Another good example. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, yeah. Ferris was a dickhead. He was an absolute dickhead. Yeah. You go back and watch that movie, you're like, what an asshole. The, I remember the first time I watched Ferris, though, I was like, why does he keep messing with his friends so much? His friend who just like is is just trying to stay out of it. Yeah. His friend trying to stay out of it. His Not get his who dad's ended, car wrecked. wrecked wreck, you know, driving his dad's car off the edge of the garage in that Cameron. badass house. Cameron, Cameron is his name. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. It's it, looking back on some of these movies, you're kind of like, yeah, I mean, it's written in such a way like so you had the the jock guy who's a dickhead, right? Like you do in most of those movies. The college is a must mentality like the parents were just really like you go to college and if you're not you don't go to college, you're a loser. Like that was like the absolute message. I would say that that was pretty accurate for the time, though. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean that, that was 20 years ago, right? Uh, 2006, oh, so not quite. Not 15 quite. years ago. Yeah, 15 years ago. But that was pretty much the mentality. Like A lot of people now don't look at college the same way we did when we were getting ready to graduate high school. Well, I was in college when that movie came out. So. Right, but yeah, the leading up to, like that was still kind of the mentality. It was like, no, you, you go to high school, and then you go to college. Like, mm-hmm. There's no, there really wasn't, for I a went, lot of kids, a question of like... I went to a college prep school, mm-hmm. which didn't prepare me for shit, but... Mm-hmm. It's labeled that way. Yeah. It's sold to parents that way. The reason parents pay to send their kids there is because they're selling them this college dream for your child, mm. which they don't do shit different at all. Um, in fact, my public school like uh, peers were way better f- prepared for college than I was. Well, the job market changed, right? Like it's yeah. just it's just it's just different now. It's not there was a point in time where like, oh, you were a hot commodity if you came out of college and had a four-year degree and you were very desirable well once it became kind of a corporate type of situation where they're like get more kids in here now you just got now it's like the bare minimum like if you've got that then so what it's a high school diploma now yeah so what i've got like 10 other guys that have that like ready to go you know i have hell more than that 50 other guys that applied to this job ready to go the the four-year college degree now is the equivalent to the high school diploma when my parents we're getting in the job market. Yeah. Like it's it's nuts. Um so like that mentality is still there though. Like it was just the way people thought at that point in time. Uh it was kind of tailing off cuz now like everybody's kind of got a different view cuz a lot of people that are our age have been through the system and they see that oh, it didn't matter that I did all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I went to school for something completely different and now I have a I'm history doing this degree. Thing. Right. And now I'm doing this different thing altogether. Um you know, our plan with our kid is like if she wants to go, sure. I mean, yeah, um, we don't want her to be. We're not going to be like you have to go to college. Yeah, we want her to just pursue her interests, and if that needs college to get where she needs to get, then that's. I'd be, I'd be super interested, and in, if if she tends that way, in finding her like a vocational high school. Vocational high school, where where like depending on what she's got going on, like a trade or whatever she wants to do, right? Well, I mean, like, Something that more closely reply uh, applies to what she's interested in. Yeah, if she's if she's all about ballet or something, man, we'll send her to school that actually has like some dance instructors and stuff there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess that'll, that'll all depend on where we are. Right. Well, a lot of that'll depend on her. You know, a lot of that'll depend on the the options that we have to give to her. But I think that providing the avenues to be like, well, maybe going to college right away is not a thing you need to do. Maybe going and working at, you know, working at that 
that dance hall or, you know, you know, if you're into live performance, like maybe going and working at a music school or working at a music instrument store, like that's something you could do to get closer to the business and meet people or, you know, I don't know, whatever it is you could be into. If you're into TV, I know a lot of people that are doing really well in TV and you know what? They didn't go to college. They just had the personality for it. And the only thing that separated them from anyone else is at a young age, they jumped in and they started you know, either interning or they took like a really part-time like assistant job and then they just kept showing interest and showing up. A lot of that stuff is just being there, you know? Yeah. So it's just so different now, but I mean, it just depends on what she wants, you know? Yeah. Um, I I like that because I feel like if I had gone, I feel like if I had gone back, I wouldn't have gone straight into college. I would have done other things and figured it out. Did you go out. straight into college? I did. I didn't know that. I did. And I ended up bouncing around to several schools and changing my major and the funny thing is, what did I end up going back to do? I'm, now I'm doing IT, which is the first thing I went into school for <laughs> and not even what I ended up finishing my degree in. It's so weird. Yeah. Things yeah. come full circle sometimes. Yeah, I, I mean, I was straight in and it took me almost seven years to graduate. Mm-hmm. If I had thought about it, I'd probably have a more productive degree, but oh well. Yeah, I got a history degree and I work in customer service. <laughs> in in contract like in in things that like basically make me translate contracts all the time yeah like nothing to do with history um one of the things that that i find funny with movies like this and and they did it in this one just like clockwork in a lot of these comedy movies the parents are completely clueless they are they 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 don't see the forest for the trees it's just very and i know it's more of a caricature of the way parents are but it's i feel like in so many things it, and, and even at a young age like if you go back and like i watch anything that maybe my niece was watching um i don't know three four years ago on like the disney channel the the parents are the buffoons they're the, they're the butt of the joke the I whole mean, time they're the, never like the parents just don't understand mentality absolutely yeah and you're kind of like, well, these are people who clearly have afforded a really nice lifestyle. And yes, we do know dumb people that have done that, right? But it's almost with like clockwork that the parents are just completely out of the loop and they're like, I have no idea what my kid's doing. It's kind of like, you got to give them a little bit of credit. Like, I mean, you say that though, but like our parents fall for phishing scams all the time. That's true. So it's just... Maybe they're all dumb. Well, I think I think it's just... I think it's just your uh, your intelligence in one avenue of life doesn't necessarily translate to every avenue of life. Yeah, I guess you're right. So, but I feel like they kind of over caricature. Oh no, you're you know, most characterize it sometimes. You're most you're accurate there for sure. But I was you were also just like this is ridiculous, and I'm like wait 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 <laughs> <laughs> wait a not second that ridiculous. <laughs> you're right. Um. They uh, they did lean hard into the the low hanging humor. Okay. The uh, the school was called the South Harmon Institute of Technology, mm-hmm. aka shit, and they and they were they were called the shitheads. I think that's wonderful. Yeah, that's pretty. Funny. Ask me about my wiener. <laughs> Ask me about my wiener. <laughs> yeah, low hanging fruit <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and I like the shortcuts. I like the shortcuts that they that they make when they're getting the school ready. Five people renovated an old hospital. Like an entire old hospital. A human corpse was found on scene. Yeah. And there's fell from the ceiling, right? Then they were just open the next day. Yeah. 
<laughs> like just a little bit of elbow grease and hard work, like a montage later, they're dusting their hands off and I'm, it's like a brand new building. This is an entire fucking hospital. We have tried to paint our upstairs <laughs> and it's taken two years. We've upgraded a tiny bathroom in the hall. <laughs> And that took four fucking ever. <laughs> what, four weeks? Five weeks? <laughs> it took forever. Oh, my God. And it still doesn't look great. It's still not perfect, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I was sitting there watching them, like, elbow grease that shit up, and I was just like, okay, I'll hire you. <laughs> like, there's... Oh, and the color schemes, by the way, for their renovation were so mid-early 2000s. Like, I oh, painted yeah. my bedroom those colors before that movie came out. Isn't that it, baby blue and shit brown yeah. like isn't it wild that you don't like you don't see that in the time you're in like you're like whoa but like you can go back and clearly see a house right you go inside you're like whoa they haven't touched this since 1997 mm -hmm. like uh that that means they have a red dining room red deep red dining room yep. or or they have a lot of black and gold yes furniture with that emerald green and that deep no not emerald green but like that super deep forest green forest green yeah right a lot of floral uh oh the scroll the scroll like the gold scroll yeah, yeah a lot of floral patterns like a lot of home interior you know remember the home interior parties moms would have back mm -hmm. in the day like they had tupperware parties and then they had home interior well and then there's a look to the early the early 2000s there's a look to the 2010s and now we got the joanna Gaines look that's everywhere oh yeah and yeah. it's going to be so dated in mm -hmm. like 10 years we're gonna be like Ooh, yeah I'm why like, do we build so many of these farmhouse tables <laughs> i'm looking around our house i'm like this ain't a farmhouse huh? and then by the time we're about to die they'll be worth like thousands of dollars no, they won't because it'll come back around again no, they won't they'll be like uh did, did um did, i don't know michael kors make it no okay you're we're gonna give you a hundred dollars for it i guess we'll see we'll find out i'm gonna have a thousand dollar table it's gonna be amazing that table costs like two thousand dollars to buy right now <laughs> anywhere <laughs> on etsy from joe schmo um i do like this so so we had the five the five person renovation yeah and they were able to dupe so so as it goes, they 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 built the website and people were able to. So essentially, they just made it so Justin Long could apply and get an acceptance letter and trick his parents and trick his parents that he'd been accepted to this school. Um, and he and he had a couple of friends that were in a similar boat that didn't get into the schools they wanted to, or the one guy, the one the the one athlete that's his friend, um, token black guy. Um, he he was injured and couldn't take his scholarship, so. They jumped in and they got their acceptance letter just so they could all get out of that situation and not be shamed by their parents. Um, well, as it happens, when Jonah Hill, who's the nerd of the group, made the uh, made the website, he made it active for anybody who visited it. So acceptance is a click away. <laughs> yeah. So anybody who clicked on the website and wanted to be accepted, so so it gets there. Move in day, a ton of people are there. Mm -hmm. um, so you have a ton of people with their parents no, showing up. The best part is, is they pull it off in front of their parents and then somehow their parents magically clear out right before everyone else shows up. Right. Yeah. So they, they had paid a bunch of like actors to be on campus. Right. Um, and then all the other people showed up and it's just like this sea of, it looks like a music festival of people. Yeah. Right. Um, and their parents are all okay with this. Like no one happens to find all the imperfections that are hidden, right? Yeah, like the entire bathroom that's just like crazy covered in shit that yeah. never got touched. <laughs> they just, just don't even lock door. the door. They just close the door. Yeah, right? just close that door. Um, 
so that to me was silly. Uh, you mentioned earlier Lewis Black is in the movie. They uh, end up bringing him in as the dean, I believe. Yeah. Um, He's and, like Jonah or, or Justin Long's uncle or something. Or Jonah Hill's. One of theirs. One of the two main characters. He's like their uncle or something. Right. Um, well, so he... I think, it was Jonah, I think it was I think it was Jonah Hill's because they sat down with the with the uh, with the parents Justin Long's parents. Oh, that's right. Sat yeah, down with them because Jonah Hill actually was going to another school in town. Yeah, and so the Lewis Black's character used to be a professor at that school, but he's like crazy anti-establishment now. Yeah, like he's he's a pissed, rebel. They yeah. pissed him off. They fired him. Yeah. And he's anti-establishment. I noticed that they literally they probably didn't even write anything for Lewis Black. They just let him become a monologue machine God, like just just go just just pick a topic and go and we'll just we'll record you and you have like these maybe these five huge monologues you kind of go off on and we'll just kind of montage them together I, I i literally would sit down and watch that movie again tonight just to watch lewis black again lewis black's amazing i fucking love him he's really good he's really good like he um, he he's so he's i can't quite get to like he's not quite carlin but yeah. he's as close as our generation's gonna get. Maybe. 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 He's not quite as he's a little more I don't know. Well Chappelle's, Chappelle might be our Carlin. Chappelle's car like Bill Burr kind of reminds me of Carlin. Like it I think it just depends, but Chappelle's got the anger Carlin had. Bill Burr's not that angry. Lewis Black, without the screaming like without the screaming that Kennison did, has a more of a Kennison vibe to me. I gotta think he gets lost in himself a little more. Either way, he was like a monologue machine during this whole thing. Did you ever get to see Lewis Black live? No. I want to. I want to real bad. Take me. Please Maybe take one me. day. I've seen him a couple times. I think I've seen him three times. I got to see Patton. Yeah. But not. We've not seen Lewis Burr a few times. Yeah. Um, so. I just meant on that, like, that. Well, yeah, you were comparing Burr to him, so that makes sense. But. Um, but yeah, so they basically made him a monologue machine. The one thing I could not, how many get, times are you going to say monologue machine, the machine day monologue. <laughs> um, the other thing, uh, that I could not get over and I'd never noticed it before, but I think it is in just about every movie. Justin Long's in the Pratt falls. Oh yeah. It was, he just didn't stop. He like, can't not every, run into something. One might even say he's a Prattfall machine, right? Oh my <laughs> I'm just God. kidding. You I'm had to kidding. do it. You had to do <laughs> it. But I noticed, I was like, I was like, oh yeah, he did that a shit ton in Dodgeball. Mm-hmm. Like he did that a shit Does ton. Does he in, do it in Jeepers Creepers? <laughs> I forgot he was in that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Do we have Jeepers Creepers? I think we do. Probably. I think it's on the rack. Oh, Let me go check oh. out the rack later. Mm. Oh, check out my rack. Check out my rack. Um. But the pratfalls I could not get over. I was just like, "All right, do we have to do it in every scene when they he walks in?" They were very in? distracting for you. Is he is he gonna ru- is he gonna trip over everything he walks by? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they can't was, have him stand upright in front of Blake Lively at all. I feel like there was someone. Um, I feel like there was someone I was comparing. Was it like uh, like not uh, not Howie Mandel? What's his freaking name? Uh, Jerry Lewis, a very a little Jerry Lewis esque. Not quite with the vocals, but just super physical. I didn't realize he was such a physical comic. Yeah. Like in, in movies anyway. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Is it? It is. Yeah. Because I don't think, I feel like, especially because that's been 15 years ago and then American Pie was even even further before that. Like you can tell that comedy movies don't have to rely on that aspect as much. Like, I mean, I when guess. When was the last with, time you saw a really good comedy? 
Um, Coming to America, second one. That was pretty good, yeah. It was pretty good. But also, you know, re- reboot of a great original. So tell me another one. Another one. Um, what was that movie we saw over the holidays about the two... The the guy who was uh, who's like super obsessed with the uh, with the news, and he was married to uh, to uh, Tiffany Haddish, mm. and they were all together for the holidays. And he had super conservative brother and sister in law. Was that one that good? I mean, it wasn't great. <laughs> I mean, what are you trying to trap me in? Like, no, no, no I'm just saying. You're saying that comedies don't need to rely on that anymore and i'm like but do they because <laughs> when was the last time we saw a really good comedy yeah um i guess you're right maybe they do i mean the uh nice guys was a good one but i don't know how far after that that was i think nice guys was more like 2016 20... 17 maybe maybe even before that maybe before that maybe 2011 or something like that oh I... really you think is that old yeah I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking out my ass. When's the last? When's the last comedy you remember watching? <laughs> the last good one was a was an actual stand up special. <laughs> That's true. Um, I I don't know. I was trying to rack my brain while I posed that question to you, and I couldn't come up with something. I I just I guess maybe maybe a lot of those like really slapstick comedy movies. While oh they... um I mean uh, Bridesmaids was a good one. Yeah, that that relied on a lot of visual gags. Yeah, though. it did. Wine and Country was pretty good, but it got serious. It got serious, but still, you have the one person, uh, uh, Jenny, uh, not Jenny McCarthy, uh, Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy, like yeah. she's like the physical comic. Exactly. She's like Chris Farley. Yeah, and um, what's the what's the one from SNL, the blonde that's and everything with Melissa McCarthy, oh. like Ghostbusters and shit. Um. What is her name? Why can't I think of her name right now? Anyway, she's a physical comic too. Yeah. Like she's not a fall down physical comic, but like she's a physical impression comic. All right. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's hard to say. Maybe it has to be there. Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just not seeing it the same way. Maybe it was just silly because it was so over the top and I'm not, my brain is not wired to be that. I need that for funny. Like. Maybe. I guess. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of anything that would fall into comedy movie that we've seen recently that like actually stands out. Um, let's see. It, we're also really thrown off because of the fact that we've been watching a lot of like TV. I got. So, I got an idea. Okay. Look up what you're looking up. I wrote down a bunch of movies we watched during the pandemic. Oh, you did. That's right. Super bad. Pineapple Express. Same. Um, the years on Pineapple Express was two thousand eight, so that was only two years later. Yeah. Um, Super bad was only a year later, two thousand seven. I thought those were about the same time. Okay, yeah. so let's see. We watched comedy wise Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Hmm. It was okay. Yeah. Um, Hobbs and Shaw was an action movie. Birds of Prey was an action movie. Uh, Good Boys? What was Good Boys? 
Good Boys wasn't that about the young kid. It was like super bad, but it was like younger kids. They were like middle school age. Oh yeah, remember there was a three kids. That yeah. was really good. Very, I liked that. Very one. physical. Very Dennis the Menace esque. I like very it. dirty. <laughs> yeah, uh, Guns Akimbo. Guns Akimbo. I don't know if I'd call that a comedy. It's more of a like a thriller, thr- action thriller, kind of a weird one. But not. I wouldn't say it was straight up comedy. Uh, King of Staten Island. King of Staten Island was a good one. It was while being, f- I guess it was com- a comedy. Yeah, it a was more. It was more of a heartwarming comedy. Yeah, it was a little more like if if more girls were involved, it'd be a rom com. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It was a rom com between Bill Burr and Pete Davidson. Yeah, <laughs> um, and Borat, subsequent movie film. Yeah, very physical. Very physical. So, okay, uh, maybe I'm wrong. Then I just. I guess when I think of those like really over the top pratfalls, I just there's just I, something that, that I'm not just kind of like I have to have that to laugh, you know. And well, it, and it just, might just be Justin Long is not your brand of comedy. I like stuff he's in though. I do too. I like Dodgeball a lot. I think you liked a lot of other things about Dodgeball too. Maybe it's not. Is maybe it's just he can't carry it for you. This could be a case, and I think we're going to see this in a few of these movies as we're going through the Check Out My Rack series. <laughs> um, I think we're going to see this more like when we when we come across stuff that you haven't seen that I owned before we were together. Right. And you're going to be like, it doesn't do it for me. I think a lot of it has to do with when did you see it? Yeah. Right. And just like with, with music, like there's music that I still love that if I introduce someone to it now, they'd be like, I yeah, fair. I don't get it. I think it all has to do with when it enters your psyche. And like, cause I still, I still love things like American pie and stuff like that. But also I loved it a lot. Cause I like saw it when I was, you know, it was 1999 when it yeah. came out. So it's a very different mentality you're in. Jeez, I was in ninth grade. Yeah, I was a sophomore or, or junior. Mm-hmm. Junior That's, if I was in ninth grade. Because um, he's older than me, robbing the <laughs> cradle. Um, also with Accepted, uh, we kind of touched on this already, but uh, one of the notes I wrote down was movie college is zero like IRL, like zero like real life. Oh, yeah. You know, the, the, there's... No, there, while there's stuff, and, and clearly the the college involved in this, the quote-unquote college involved in this, um, they w- didn't really have a traditional curriculum anyway, so it wasn't like they were going to class class. They were kind of doing their own thing. Um, yeah, that was the whole point of it, was they, they made a college for people that don't fit in at college. Yeah. Like, basically. It's pretty much art school. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> like, really like, is. They pretty much did art school, that's what they did. I mean, that's, yeah, that's accurate. Like... <laughs> Holy um, shit, yeah. That is basically what art school was like. Um, they always find like, and they did this in like Animal House. They did this in um, in old school. It's just funny how like certain types of comedies, they make an excuse to do wild stunts. Like they had the guy who jumped the ramp and, uh, and, and did like, and basically took the dirt bike into the pool. Yeah. Like it just. The half pipe into the pool. Yeah. Right. And like there was, there's no way like, You've been to a party where someone's done that? No. No. I mean, some people may have. I mean, I'm sure it's happened somewhere. Someone's done it. But it's just kind of like, hey, I bet we could just jump a bike into this pool. And that would be something that we could use as just a little (laughs) one-off. You can do this really expensive, very dangerous stunt Mm -hmm. for one scene that doesn't affect the plot at all. Right, right, right. So the thing I was the thing I was like thinking about this whole time in is a like, comedy, not even an action movie. Yeah, I think I think part of it too. It it the movie is part of that American Pie fallout. Spoiler: He gets the girl. 
Jeremy's leaving that out. Oh, yeah. He gets the girl. They get accredited. You know, the whole thing goes to, you know, to an accreditation board that they have to state their case. And Justin Long makes this, Jason Long makes this huge, (laughs) makes this huge speech about creativity. And they have a place. It was very, very rah-rah, like sticking up for the freaks, you know. (laughs) Anthem of the unheard. Right. You know, it's. To the point where, like, I think in 2006, I would have been like, "That's kind of cool." Now I'm just kind of, now I'm just kind of like, Ugh. <laughs> "You do you, buddy." A little cringy. <laughs> yeah. It's like you just want to go back. It's kind of like the same mentality of going back to your high school self and just being like, "Nobody gives a fuck." Oh my god! Quit if acting I... like people give a fuck because oh. they don't give a fuck, and they won't give a fuck once you graduate. If I could shake old me <laughs> and just make her understand how little people give a shit yeah about anything sh- like you do oh I th- my god i think more than anything especially because i obviously it was something you owned and something you had seen several times and i had never seen it so it i think when you haven't seen something and it's that dated and it's that and it's clearly not written for your current age group yeah you see through it so differently That's because hard. you're just kind of like I can't, and not that I'm supposed to, but like at a, as a, as a person in my late thirties, like you're just like I can't relate to it. Yeah, uh, yeah. It feels so weird. Like you, you can, if you saw it back then when you were in that age group, you can put yourself back in your own shoes a little bit, mm-hmm. like with American Pie and stuff. But now, if you if you're watching it for the first time, I can't even imagine. I yeah. I can remember a time like that was the only thing that was hitting me was like I could remember a time when I could relate to that yeah but now it's just kind of like you're kind of kind of battle well and, and battle scarred you're a little road worn you're like I I've I've seen that that's you can put that argument up there and it's not going to matter now well and there's the you get the benefit of the doubt for your old self with this movie because they're of the age group that would have been targeting you at that time sure. Like it fit with the nostalgia of it all. Yeah. So, but a movie set in 2021 for 22 year olds or 18 year olds is not going to appeal to either of us. No. What was that show that came on HBO um, last year, the year before about the girls in college and they were going through, like they were partying and stuff like that. Euphoria. Euphoria. Okay. That like, the little bit I saw of that, I was just kind of like, yeah, that's a very different college experience. Like, that's written for a very different type of person. Those are like NYU students. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like the last time, the last time I like really related to a movie on like in that era. And I'm just kind of like, maybe it was. What era? Like time period or age? College. Like, co- oh, okay. like maybe social, the social media, the social network, maybe. Maybe. But I mean, those were like really rich kids, <laughs> like really rich yeah, and really smart kids. I couldn't relate to that one. <laughs> I couldn't much. relate to that really either. Um, I don't know. It's just so weird because you get so weirded out when you have something sometimes. Like we've talked about uh, the Monster Squad before mm-hmm. and how it was something I grew up watching a ton because it was on HBO all the time when I was a kid. So I watched it a bunch and I think I had it on VHS at one point and I finally. It, when it came out on DVD, like in 2007 or eight, for the first time, I picked it up and I was like, I'm going to show some people like, this is going to be awesome. And like people who hadn't seen it were just kind of like, eh. 
I liked it. You did. You saw it late. Yeah, I you saw just it. watched it during the pandemic. Yeah, I liked it a lot. <laughs> it's it's good stuff. I think it's, some of it doesn't hold up, but I mean, if if you grew up in that era, you can you can suspend some disbelief or maybe not even disbelief because you watched that shit happen <laughs> uh, or heard that shit be said in that case. So how do do you do we do we go through the trouble of creating a rating system for these things off the rack, or we just talk about them? I didn't. I didn't rate it. Nah, maybe later. I wouldn't rate this one. You wouldn't rate this one at all, just because we didn't go into it thinking about that. So there's no critical thinking that went into this. Is there something we should like? So now that we're kind of, I like to flesh these things out, and I don't care that we're doing it kind of live and on the spot. But like, good. Is there a better way to kind of be looking at the movie? Should I? Should we be looking for something different, or should we just literally be taking note, mental note or physical note of like? how we felt about the movie um i mean i didn't know if there should be a structure to it or if we should just be discussing it i feel like just whatever strikes us to bring up a conversation is cool but I, that doesn't mean that a structure can't form okay like i don't know this is not my show <laughs> it's our show it's our is segment it? no. yeah okay we're we're checking out the rack <laughs> that's what we're doing i can't get over that <laughs> We got a lot of really cool stuff. There's a lot of movies on the rack, so we're not going to have. Uh, we're. I mean, it's going to take us forever to get through everything. Our kid, um, our kid will be in middle school. <laughs> yeah. Um, the next thing I do know what the next movie is because it's already sitting up there in the living room waiting for us to watch it. It's uh, Nicolas Cage in adaptation. What if I go buy a movie in between accepted and adaptation alphabetically? I mean, we'll watch it then. That's <laughs> fine. We'll have to go back, right? Yeah. All um, right. Your pregnant wife has to pee. So let's wrap this up. You want to wrap this up? All right, let's do it. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Uh, the uh, what was I going to say? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we're going to try to do this kind of often. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm kind of spaced out. We just did a 90 minute podcast before <laughs> no. this, so I'm just kind of like, you don't have to apologize. I'm just like, I don't, I can't read your brain. <laughs> I um, don't know what you're going to say. We are going to uh, try to do this on a, a semi regular basis because we got a lot of movies we can go through. And with you about to have a kid, it's going to be kind of cool to, you know, while we're kicked back and like trying to figure out what the hell is going on. How do we feed on. this baby? How do we feed this baby? How do we function? We can just throw a movie on in the meantime, right? Yeah. Um, so we're going to try to work on adaptation and just kind of slowly work our way through the rack. Um, but uh, you can follow the show at Lopez Radio uh, on all social media. You can also uh, check me out on Twitch every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, uh, as well as Sundays, twitch.tv slash Lopez Radio. And uh, that's about it. Uh, be looking out for the next episode with uh, Lord Fagan. We're going to be discussing 1995's Mortal Kombat. Woo! Woo! We'll see you guys next time. Sure. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thanks for hanging out with this. Just-